Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm host Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 350. Today's show is brought to you by Heaven's Made. Our show today is part of our Fitness Friday series, and it's another great one in our Fitness Friday programs. We'll be hearing from returning guest Sabrina Joe, who will join us in just a minute. But by way of introduction, Sabrina Joe, of course, is a favorite with our Not All Better Show audience and is the American Council on Exercise Director of Science and Research Content. Sabrina Joe is here with us today about some very exciting research, which suggests that with respect to exercise, weight gain or loss, sleep matters. As a matter of fact, just one night of sleep loss results in, and I quote, adverse body composition. That of course, dear audience, is also known as getting fat. This is no joking matter. The research, which as always we'll link to, goes on to say that acute sleep loss can be so harmful as to disrupt metabolism, thereby driving weight gain and diabetes. To prove this, the scientists showed actual genetic changes in DNA and specifically for genes that develop obesity and diabetes. Over long periods, genes actually indicate a loss of what's known as metabolic memory, which leads to chronic disruption of sleep and circadian rhythms, which in turn impact the risk of developing obesity. It all makes sense, and it is serious stuff. And here to share that specific research is Sabrina Joe, Director of Science and Research Content from the American Council on Exercise. Sabrina Joe will explain the research, why it's important, what the research means to health and exercise, and some sleep tips like sleep hygiene, which was news to me. Additionally, through ACE, we'll offer five strategies for successful sleep. I'm very interested in this subject and the research, so let's welcome back to the program via internet phone ACE, Director of Science and Research Content, Sabrina Joe. Sabrina Joe, always great to talk to you and good to talk to you today about sleep. Yeah, thanks, Paul. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I, I'm happy to be talking to you about this too. I, I guess I'm, I'm wide awake on this subject and, and we're talking about some <laughs> research that ACE has uh, published in a journal which we will provide links to. But from the research, just very generally, sleep matters. <laughs> We could probably just end the podcast after you said sleep matters, but because <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it's true, but I'm, I'm assuming that the listeners want to hear a little bit more. So, so let's get into that. Um, you're absolutely right. Sleep definitely matters for a healthy life. Um, in general, what we know from research is that healthy sleep patterns are a must for a healthy life. Um, for example, adequate sleep helps increase your energy throughout the day. Now that might seem kind of obvious, um, but what might not be obvious is having adequate energy because you slept well means that your behaviors, your health-related behaviors um, actually turn out to be a bit better. So what I mean is if, if a person is sleep deprived, it typically leads to less self-regulatory control. So, so imagine you're a person who has goals of eating healthier or exercising more and you're fatigued. Well, fatigue tends to make a person not make the best choices 
Um, <laughs> so making smart nutrition choices becomes actually more difficult the more fatigued you are. And just being regularly active, um, make, when you're sleepy, it makes it more difficult simply because when you're tired, you're, you just don't feel like moving. In terms of weight gain, if we look at sleep, the research tends to show that even a single night of short sleep is accompanied by a rise in a hormone called ghrelin. And this hormone is responsible for increases in hunger and the drive to seek and eat food. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier, just low energy may lead people um, to feel like they are too tired to exercise. So those two things, like this, this increased drive to eat more calories and then the drive to actually move less just because you're tired, mm. those things can really contribute to eventual weight gain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this urban myth that has been certainly one I've heard that sleep does matter is now proven to us scientifically. And I know diet and exercise are still part of all of this, but maybe describe the specifics of the study too, because this really is something that is borne out by the research. Yeah, so the study that you're referring to looked at uh, 15 healthy, normal weight individuals, and they participated in these two in-lab sessions. So one night, the participants got a normal night's sleep, um, at least eight hours. And then the second time they came in, the next night, um, I, I don't know if it was the next actual consecutive night, but <laughs> the next lab session, I should say, um, they were actually kept awake the entire night. So um, they weren't allowed to sleep. And the researchers took um, small tissue samples of their fat tissue and their muscle tissue, and also some blood samples. And they were trying to see if that one night of wakefulness and no sleep changed the uh, molecules or the substances found in muscle and fat and blood. And they did that because in people who have metabolic diseases such as uh, type 2 diabetes or even obesity, those tissues tend to see some changes um, from a healthy state to the, to the metabolically ill state. So they specifically looked at those, those types of tissues and they found some, some pretty remarkable results. So what, just in general, the four things they found were that disrupted sleep, or basically in this case, one night of no sleep, caused the adipose tissue, and that's the same thing as fat tissue, um, to be primed to store more fat. The muscle tissue showed signs of protein breakdown, or we could say muscle loss. Um, and that's interesting because the third thing they found was that those proteins that were broken down were same ones responsible for the handling of blood glucose. So, so the blood glucose um, handling in, in the people who didn't have sleep was altered. And the researchers think there might be a, a tie in there to perhaps uh, type two diabetes or other metabolic disorders like metabolic syndrome. Um, and then the last thing they found, number four, was an increased inflammation in the tissues and the blood work that they studied. So you probably know inflammation as 
how the body responds to insults or or injuries. Um, and this chronic systemic inflammation could be a leading indicator in in heart disease. So that's why they wanted to see if inflammation was found. And in fact, it was. So this is serious stuff. And full sleep, the term that's used in the research, again, we're going to link to it, is different in the sense that we might have periodic wakefulness, again, a term that's used, but we're going to talk about as being kind of uninterrupted sleep. And uninterrupted sleep or this full sleep is the goal. And that's really what will help us after all. It really is. Um, Uninterrupted sleep is what allows your body to uh, go in and, and really, you might think of it as repair or restore its systems, whether it has to do with brain function or your um, musculoskeletal system or your cardiovascular system, just really just all the systems are benefited positively by getting healthy, adequate sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that I'll throw in here, because you and I always like to talk about exercise and physical activity, um, there is some good evidence. There was a 2015 meta-analysis done on um, how physical activity affects sleep. And a couple of things came out of that. Um, we know that through that meta-analysis, when compared to pharmaceutical interventions or sleep aids, the effect of regular exercise is similar. So imagine if you could uh, do away with having to take sleep medication, <laughs> um, which always has side effects, right? Every medication has side effects. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could just be more regularly physically active, that might do the trick. Um, also, that study found that longer durations of exercise, so for example, doing 30 minutes instead of just 15 minutes, are more positively associated with sleep benefits. Um, and then also exercise close to bedtime actually did not appear to have negative effects on sleep. Hmm. So that was one interesting thing that that research is starting to show. So with that point, I will say it really depends on the individual and and probably the intensity of the exercise. So if you were to do a really high-intensity interval-type workout right before bed, you you probably wouldn't be able to sleep as well. Um, But again, it's just kind of up to the individual preference on and when the exercise occurs. Hi, it's Paul. We'll be right back with Sabrina Joe about sleep and exercise. You know, I've spoken about my parents in a number of podcasts, and many of you in our smart, attentive, sharp audience have reached out to me following those shows, expressing your own family memories. My mom, of course, nearly 90, is still going strong, but my father, Roger, passed away in October of 2017. My mom still lives in our family home, and my dad is buried close by in a lovely cemetery. The cemetery is well-maintained, and it gets perpetual care, gardening, and landscaping. But visiting my dad's gravesite is hard for my mom, although she's very mobile. It's just hard to traipse through the graves, the lawn, and the regular funerals always ongoing. Of course, I live on the opposite coast in Virginia, so it's really hard for me to get into my dad's California grave. Both my mom and I, plus my two sisters, who also live out of state and away from where my mom lives, believe my father's resting place should be treated with great care and respect. 
If you, dear Not Old Better Show audience, have a loved one interred in a cemetery that doesn't insist on individual gravesite maintenance, even neglectful custodial care, our sponsor today, Heaven's Made, will provide your loved one's memorial with exceptional care. Unable to travel to the cemetery, live in a different state like me, have mobility concerns like my mom? Are you short on time? Heaven's Made helps you locate your loved one, schedule a cleaning and a floral delivery, and provides a confirmation photo once services are completed straight to your email. Heaven's Made takes care of it all. Cleaning the stone with an environmentally safe cleaner that gently restores without damage, edging and cleaning the overgrowth of grass and weeds, and delivery of silk or fresh flowers for any occasion. Sometimes, despite best efforts, you just can't make it out to clean the memorial stone or deliver flowers for your loved one. Don't sweat this. Stop worrying and choose Heaven's Made to provide their memorial with exceptional care. Show you care no matter how far away you may be. Heaven's Made is a service dedicated to helping you care and tend to your loved one's final resting place. Check out Heaven's Made at heavensmade.com. We'll have links in the notes. And now back to Sabrina Joe and our Fitness Friday topic today, sleep and exercise. We are back with Sabrina Joe talking sleep, exercise, weight gain, and the specific research around this subject. And Sabrina Joe, again, this does make complete sense. I think it is really fascinating that it's supported by scientific evidence. The idea, you know, to almost sum up at this point is wear yourself out during the day. And, <laughs> uh, and maybe that's a, that's a really, it's a, that's a good tip to start with. But what, what are some other tips that we should consider to practice good sleep and, and get good rest? Well, there's something called sleep hygiene that, that you may have heard of, and it's just the practice of, um, setting your environment so that you're really ready for a good full night uninterrupted sleep. Um, so a few tips you might think about is, and, and they might seem obvious, but it's worth pointing out. Sure. So <laughs> the first one would be to just to, to create a relaxing sleep environment. And that usually means reducing any noise. Um, or if you can't do that, maybe use a white noise machine if necessary. Um, in that relaxing environment, you want to have a dark room. So maybe use light block light blocking shades or curtains. Um, and then also the room temperature. You want to keep it pretty low. If, if you can set your room temperature between 60 and 68 degrees Fahrenheit, you, you might find that that's most conducive to good quality sleep. Um, kind of going away from the environment for a little bit, you might also want to keep a consistent sleep schedule. So wake up and go to sleep at the same times each day. And what's interesting about exercise, if you can throw that exercise into the mix of your regular schedule, again, that just kind of helps keep everything consistent. So if you wake up, for example, at 6 a.m. every day and then 30 minutes later, you're working out um, and you can do that consecutively for you know several days in a row, you might notice that by the time the night rolls around, you're really ready and interested in a good night's sleep. 
Um, and you actually might get it. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, other things you might do is try to find a, a soothing bedtime routine. Um, so for maybe about 30 minutes to an hour before bedtime, start just winding down. So consider meditation or a warm bath or shower, um, maybe even listening to relaxing music. Probably the worst thing you could do is um, work, especially if you've got stressful work right up into to bedtime. It's probably not going to be um, a good plan for getting some good quality sleep. Um, and then there's always this, this issue of nutrition and, and what you're putting in your body um, to help with sleep. And we do know that avoiding caffeine and alcohol are good ideas if you want to get that good quality un, uninterrupted sleep. And then lastly, think about avoiding large meals or drinking lots of fluids right before bed. Um, digestion can sometimes be uh, interrupted or uncomfortable if, if you're going to bed on a full stomach. And then of course, if you're drinking lots of fluids and, and you have to get up to go to the restroom once or twice during the night, that, that doesn't really help you sleep either. So those are some tips to think about. Good stuff, Sabrina Joe. I think uh, this is the kind of research that that we really need to know more about. If we're, if we're interested in maintaining a healthy weight and we wanna get the best exercise out of our fitness program, we need to think about sleep. So Sabrina Joe, thank you so much for your time today. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and we'll catch up to you next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Paul. My thanks to Sabrina Joe, ACE Director of Science and Research Content for joining us today. Of course, my thanks to Heaven's Made for sponsoring the show and to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Please keep your emails coming to me with show ideas, suggestions, and comments at info at notold-better.com. Remember, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.